The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are going to be lifting souls and hearts today. Hello and welcome. This is Mo Fall. I am a career coach. And what I do is help lift souls so that careers can get healed as well. And today, we're going to talk about your heart needing to be healed in order for you to be successful. If you're new to my work, thank you for tuning in. And if you're listening to me live, right now is a unprecedented time in humanity where we are dealing with, and we've heard enough and not to keep talking about it, but it is part of our collective experience right now to be dealing with this flu pandemic the COVID coronavirus, um, it has shifted what was appearing to be normal. This invader, (laughs) this scary teeny little virus that we don't see has created real pandemonium in the human experience right now. I think it started several months ago and then just kept growing until it became a a global uh, alert. And uh, now we're all pretty much paying attention to trying to quell the spread of this virus. And in the physical world, viruses are certainly things that we want to avoid. But one of the things that is absolutely true on this beautiful earth that uh, our divine creator uh, put together and put us on is that this earth is part of an energetic galaxy. We are a quantum field connected. Now with the internet, uh, we are indeed connected in the physical realm as well. But energetically, we've always been a collective oneness. Even though centuries ago we couldn't see each other as much as we do now, we couldn't connect physically in the ways that we do now, Uh, travel has become, global travel has become such a normal and natural thing, and uh, the amount of travel that human beings now is absolutely unprecedented. Uh, Everything we're doing as human beings has never happened before, including this, at least that we know of. It's certainly not in our time. So we are constantly evolving and growing as a human species, as a collective humanity. We are on a steep growth and expansion curve, which is why your nervous system may not be feeling too good right now. Because the way we're put together as physical beings really is not as adequate in dealing with this rapid amount of change. The way our nervous systems are put together are rather primitive. So our body is probably evolving as we're going through these experiences that are causing our human body to adapt. 
We're really, really good at normalizing things and adapting. We're really, really good at our physical experience settling into what our our body, our nervous system, our brain considered to be okay. It's okay. It's okay. And that adaptive mechanism can be really helpful in times like these. However, it can also be poorly set up for us because it might lull us into complacency when we might need to be a little bit more alert and aware. So as we are in the midst of one of the largest expansion projects of humanity, we may need to take a pause as things are, are closing and businesses all over the globe are scrambling and the travel industry is basically shut down. Your agenda for the things that will keep you occupied and busy is not really going to be outside your home for the next 10 days or so. So it's a great time to pull inward, to self-reflect, and to allow yourself to have experiences inward. Allow yourself to have a reconnect, not only with your family and perhaps friends that you might now have time to connect with that maybe in your busy hurly-burly day of jotting out to this and that, now you might have more time. Please do take time for you to go inward a little bit. Because if there's one thing that is absolutely fundamentally true about our human experience is that as we are, so is the world. As it is in heaven, so it shall be on earth and vice versa. We are one in a collective experience, a collective consciousness, a field that beautiful quantum field that Albert Einstein and his wife helped us to understand through their mathematical and physics formulas in 1905. And we're still wrapping our heads around this. 115 years later, we're still wrapping our heads around the fact that we are joined in an energetic universe. So let us contemplate that a little bit more over the next several weeks. And in particular today, let's take a few minutes. I'm going to walk you through some things today. Because inside all of us are feelings of frustration, anger, hurt, guilt, shame. Uh, people who have lied to us, the residue of that is inside of us. And even though we may not even have conscious memories of these things, we may not even recall the event. We may not even know it's there. Inside your energy being, inside your soul, that is the uh, environment in which your heart beats, the environment of all of that, is all about what has gone on, what has to be healed, what is still hanging in there. Dare we say, junking up the soul and the heart, causing less than optimal functioning, 
of the beauty of you when you have been wronged you have emotional feelings about it and chances are you didn't feel good about the wronging and you didn't feel good about how you felt about being wronged you see it's just so common for us human beings to be raised by other fear-based human beings who help us shove our feelings down and basically convince us or tell us that how we feel is not right. Even the simple words from a loving parent, you should forgive him for that. You should forgive her. Even those words that come from someone who, who loves us and cares about us, they're confusing. Because you see, when we are wronged, we do have feelings about it. When we are wronged, we must play out the feelings and we must allow ourselves to have a full force of those feelings, not to keep it going, but to give it audience enough that we allow the feeling to come through us and come out of us rather than to get it stored inside of us. Because inevitably, it will store itself inside of us if we do not play it out. And if we are taught from a very young age to repress how we feel, it's going to be buried in there. And it doesn't sit there buried doing nothing. It has energy. Each emotion that we feel has energy. And therefore, if we let the energy flow through us, it will dissipate into the field. But if we push it down or hold it, or if we overthink it or judge it, it will stay within because we're still committed and connected to it. And we've created meaning and longevity to that feeling. And we sort of hold it hostage. And when we've been wronged, it feels really good for our ego to hold on to that grudge and resentment. Our ego loves that. You could insert ego with devil if you want, if that word feels okay for you. Those feelings get trapped as toxic energy and they begin to eat away at our beautifulness. And they stack on top of each other episode after episode. Every time we think about it or talk about it, it gets lit up again and re-energized. And then we push it back down again because it's wrong. And it keeps getting built up and built up. Like the residue inside of pipes of an old home, clogging the entire plumbing system. And soon enough, there's not even good flow. Soon enough, you don't have good energy flow. Soon enough, you're feeling lousy about yourself because your soul is so dim and your heart is trapped in this contraption of trying to protect it from the next hurt. We do a really good job of trying to protect ourselves from not getting hurt again. But what that actually does is it traps us in a continual hurt. That continual hurt poisons us. It traps us from enjoying life. It traps us from our own beauty. It traps us from, from fully loving and living. It traps us and what happens is we have so much residue and so much of a prison hold of negativity that other negativity in the world is coming our way because 
that looks like what we are wanting because it's what we are holding. And so a negative event feels good to focus on because it feels right and connected with who we are. And we continue the cycle. Until a day where things seem different. Or until a day when we have a trauma or a break in some type of emotional pattern that causes us to go deeper in. And things like that would be a divorce, a deep illness that gets our attention. Surgery is a good one. I had breast cancer in 2008. That got my attention. A death of someone, a job loss. Sometimes even a child going off to school can be that level of traumatic split. And certainly right now, having this pandemic in our experience is enough to jolt our normal pushing down of everything because this energy, this stress, this pressure that the world is exerting right now is a bit of a breaking point for all the stuff that's stored inside. And when we have too much on the system, we're going to break. When we have an aggregate within and then one more thing on top of that, it may cause us to go in a deeper direction or it may cause us to go in a direction that is absolutely not in our best interest. So not that I'm going to tell you how to live your life, but in these times it might be common to go into other soothing type of behaviors that we maybe reach for in times of stress, overeating or undereating. Hey, I got to think that Netflix and all of those streaming devices are getting a, a load of attention right now, but we're doing it on that stuff. You know, there's some soothing that's a-okay, and then there's some soothing that's really preventing us from really going where perhaps our soul is directing us. So just be mindful of are you paying attention to the signals to go inward a little bit and to take a look at some healing that may need to happen. I do offer you that this is a great time to do that. It's a great time to perhaps close the bedroom door with a journal, maybe a box of Kleenex and and really dig into something that may have been hurting you or may hurt you or may be ready to be healed just a little bit more. In the second half of the show, I'm going to talk about how specifically to do that. But I really want to paint the, the picture here about why this is so important. Because if you can imagine all of us 7 billion human beings on this planet with scars and toxicity, and hurt, shame, guilt, fear. All of us walking around with some of that in us. And if you can pull the viewfinder out just a little bit and look at all of the people on the planet, including yourself, walking around with package of pain. Just imagine everyone on the street outside, 
all the people in the grocery store, all the nurses and doctors and people delivering mail and driving around and the people out doing their normal work are all carrying around a package of pain. It may not be a pleasant thought, but just imagine it for just a minute here. Imagine if we all at once took that package of pain out of our arms and released it like a bunch of helium balloons. Imagine what the world would be like if all of us were able to release our pain just like that. I guarantee it would be a different world. And what would be brought forth would be a new match to that new light, love, energy. And everyone's hearts would be open. And even all the caring people in this world and all the generosity that there already is would just be even more so and even bigger. And we'd be free. So every opportunity that we can take to move ourselves in that direction is for the betterment of our soul and our heart and for the betterment of the entire planet. We are contributing to it every single heartbeat we have. So on one hand, as good stewards of the planet and good stewards of our human condition and all of the beautiful human beings on this planet, don't we have an opportunity to make our contribution into that field of oneness in a way that continues to make it better and better and better? We have a calling from our divinity to do just that. We have a calling to heal our wounds. We have a calling to be free. And if we don't choose that divine calling to heal and to be free, we are choosing to stay in a cage, in toxicity, and in the trap that we've put ourselves in to try to prevent us from getting hurt, but it keeps us in the hurt. You see, all the demons and all the feelings are in that cage with us. One of my least favorite sayings that I hear so often in talking to women on our clarity calls who stay in jobs too long and haven't gotten promotions in years and uh, just haven't moved their career and progressed it, even though they may have advanced degrees and lovely experience, I often hear this phrase, I don't know why I haven't moved on, Mo, it's just that the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. And I often retort back, perhaps on the other side there is no devil. <laughs> There's a lot of cliches 
that don't really work. But the fear brain loves them because it feels like a match. Well, there has to be a devil on the other side. There has to be some unknown negative force in that new job that I don't have. That's why I'm not there. No, there doesn't have to be negative forces. But there will be if you carry them with you. There will be negative forces in that next job if you carry your sack of pain into it. The way the universe is organized by our beautiful divine creator is that our sack of pain tends to match with the people we hang out with. And we tend to aggregate in clusters around the same sack of pain people. Do you ever meet someone at a party or a gathering or something and you just didn't click? And everyone talks about maybe how nice they are or how cool they are and you're just like, okay. But you just didn't click. You probably don't have an energetic signature that feels right with them. And no judging, but that could be both on a positive or a negative note. If you have some deep wounds about, I don't know, needing to be validated or needing to be enough, and that person may not have that deep wound, you might not match up with them. So what we are doing in this human experience is matching up with people and experiences that have an attractor pattern that matches our thinking, feeling, energy based on all of the historical thought, feeling, energy that is trapped in there that continues to be the source of what we think and feel every day. If you have thought, feeling, energy circulating through your bloodstream about how awesome people are and how great they take care of you and how generous the world is, if that is truly your thought, feeling, energy, you are going to have experiences that match that. The world is a lovely place. People are so amazing. Look at this and look at that and look at this and look at that. It's fantastic. And if you have thought, feeling energy about, I'm not enough, people always step on me. People take advantage of me. I never get my opportunity. I never get those promotions. Then you will find people who will enhance that as well. And I just talked to a woman on a clarity call this morning. She's being bullied. And she's like, why do they get to be higher paid and, and not nice? And I am doing my job and getting bullied. I said, because right now that statement is a victim statement and you've done nothing to grow from within. And so they're taking advantage of you and you're permitting it. Let's take a caller before we get our break. Oop, she's no longer with us. Okay. So um, that's what happens in the quantum, beautiful universe that God has put together for us to live in. 
So here's what happens. We are experiencing the world in the filter system that is created by all of this stuff that is trapped in there. And you can do nothing about it except heal. You can't pretend it's not there because it is. You can't pretend or work around it or put a smiley face on it. You could try that temporarily, but you'll know you're fooling yourself. Your subconscious is way too smart for that. Your fear-based rationalizations and the stories you tell ourselves aren't that smart, but your subconscious is smart enough to know when you're buffaloing yourself, so to speak, when you're bluffing, when you are convincing yourself of something that's not true. Your subconscious, when it is out of whack, will create pain and suffering, and you will be struggling. That's the only way to get your attention. Until the point where that suffering and struggling isn't enough to get your attention and your soul keeps begging you to take a look at a few things. If you keep refusing, your physical body ultimately will pay the price and will get your attention. That's what happens within your human experience as an individual human. Collectively, as a human organism globally, we have the same thing going on. That our human experience as a whole will continue to get our attention so that we can heal. And the healing is individual. Not that we shouldn't be taking action in the world and, and that sort of thing. But the healing is individual. We must do our part to heal and to free ourselves from our package of pain. And over time, we get a little bit more elegant about this as we get more experience in doing this. And we realize that all of that package of pain is literally a package in our arms of things to heal for us. I'll be back after this with some healing. This is Coach Mo Fall. See you in a little bit. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. Welcome back. We are talking about healing in this time of deep need of healing. And so in the first half of the show, I laid out exactly what goes on in our body when we have emotional experiences and why uh, we have internal pain and and that we are literally carrying around, and I call it a package of pain because I want to do something with that now in the second half of the show, the collective contributions of all of our experiences um, have have created a signature in our soul and heart that tends to protect us from 
really living life fully and openly, from feeling fully loving. And so as we are experiencing life, that's just going to happen. It's part of these, this experience down here in this physical realm that we were given the opportunity to come to. One of the beautiful authors that I, I follow and, and love and adore his work, Bruce Lipton, who wrote The Biology of Belief. If you're interested in any of this that I'm talking about today, he would be a good author for you to check out. The Biology of Belief is his seminal uh, work at this point. And someone asked him in an interview, why is it that our souls came here on this physical planet? And he said, to taste chocolate. That's a great answer. We are here to experience. There's a period after that sentence. We are here to experience, period. And we are here to then turn that experience into expansion. I know there's been philosophers and wisdom, wise people for millennia trying to figure out why we are here on this planet. There's your answer. <laughs> we're, we're here to experience. We have physical senses and we are a physical body that is interpreting energy. And interpreting energy, we now have an experience. And that experience then causes us to have expansion. This is the answer to all of your prayers. God, why am I here? You are here, little one, to experience and to expand. Every experience you have will cause expansion. Mmm, I like that chocolate. Ooh, I don't like that. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I don't like that. Ooh, I like that. Don't like that. Like that. Don't like that. Like that. Don't like that. Like that. Like that. Like that. Don't like that. Don't like Every single experience, like or don't like, pleasure or pain, 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 pleasure or pain. So through our life, we get to stack up all of these experiences. And if we don't fully feel the experience, we don't have the expansion opportunity and it gets stuck inside of us as this package of pain. Mo, why don't we have a package of pleasure? Because your memory doesn't work that way. I mean, you do have pleasurable memories, but they free your soul and open your heart. They become irrelevant because that's the way it's designed to go. What becomes relevant are the things that are stuck, negative. It's great to have positive experience after positive experience, and you can certainly live a life that that's most of your experiences. And therefore, it's most of your expansion. Here's the tricky part that has been put together for us is that we usually expand when we get a little bit of a negative experience. A contrasting experience causes us to go, no, I want this instead. And now we have this pile of desires. And the closer we come to having more consistent joy and appreciation, the closer we're going to be coming to all the things that we desire. And so each experience 
is for our expansion so that we then can get closer and closer to the joy and appreciation we ultimately want to experience. Because we don't want to have that ultimate job just because of the job. We want to have it because of how we'll feel. We don't want just a greater paycheck because we like having a paycheck and we like having stuff in our bank. It's for how we're going to feel. It's the experience of the thing, not the thing. It's the experience of any desire that is truly what we are desiring. The experience is what we're after. Your soul knows that. It's what it's here for. What your soul is having difficulty with is your body. <laughs> Because your body wants to throw some of these experiences into a negative pot. And your brain is the helpmate of processing that. And your brain is really kind of ill-equipped to do all of that. So it tends to judge things and shove them down because you've been told to do that. That was the operating instructions that you got. I had a beautiful upbringing. My parents are lovely people. But I was told a lot of things that weren't helpful to my human experience, and they didn't know any better. Every human being is passing down what they learned. That's why if you evolve now, you'll be able to raise your kids better. I mean better. I do mean that. I, I am judging right now. <laughs> when we allow our little people in our lives to have experiences and to have feelings flow through them, we're helping them not push them down. So here's the real beauty of this experience. All of the pain that has been pushed down and that you have experienced is there for your expansion. So you may have heard the term, life isn't happening to you, it's happening for you. And it's like, what? I have a bully boss for my experience, for my expansion? Heck no, that bully boss is just a bully. And that person's evil and mean and nasty. And I was raised Christian, and I was taught that evil and mean, nasty people are just no good, and they're hurting me as this innocent, lovely creature. Really, you're that innocent and that lovely. I believe it at the inner sense of self, but have you never bullied someone? Have you never had a negative thought as our beautiful... Um, guide on this planet, Jesus Christ, let he who has not sinned throw the first stone. We all have negative energy in us. We all have negative thoughts. And you know, for most human beings, in my experience, those negative thoughts are about yourself primarily. You've turned every negative experience into a self-judging thought. So you may be walking around not hating others, not having negative experiences aimed at others, but I bet you're walking around with that package of pain aimed at you. That's how most human beings process it. That's how we get stuck. So that package of pain right now is an invitation in this time that we're in to take a little breath and unpack that package a bit and see what's in there to heal. 
there is deep healing necessary on this planet and you are responsible for yours. No one else is. No one else can help you heal. No one else can go into your package of pain and open it up and see what's there and work you through it. As a coach, I help my clients unpack it. I help my clients feel strong enough to be able to unpack it. I help my clients see the beauty within and the worthiness that they have in order to unpack the things that are inconsistent now with how beautiful and awesome they feel. Because when you feel beautiful and awesome, that package of pain looks like a problem. When you're not feeling awesome and beautiful, that package of pain looks like life. I'm pausing for dramatic effect here because I want you to really contemplate that. When you feel awesome, you want to run and take care of your pains. When you don't feel awesome, you are identifying with it. You probably may not even see it. And it feels right and just. And you're pointing the finger out there because they're doing it to you. If you use the word they in your vocabulary, you're blaming someone else for your package of pain. And I get how your brain might work that way. I, I've got a lot of people that have caused me pain in my life. Everyone does. It's my package to unpack. It's here for my expansion, my growth. And you know what? In a, a way that maybe many people can't truly understand, I welcome, I welcome that because I know that as I move through that, as I come through my expansion through that, I am growing. I am expanding to be the being that I was meant to be. And without that experience, without that opportunity, I'm not sure I'd grow as fast. I'm not sure I'd, I'd, I'd grow. I'd probably still have my coaches and I'd still be reading stuff. And, but I wouldn't have any, any, any stuff to deal with and to, and to use it for. It's like learning how to do interior decoration and never living somewhere where you can do it. Like, okay, that's great. But now what do I do? So you want to you wanna get into your expansion. So here's some tips on how to unpack and how to work with this package of pain. But I do want to give some cautionary notes here. Please do make sure that you're in a safe environment. Now, the way things work typically is that you're not going to unpack something you're not ready for. You're, you're, you're being protected by the universal intelligence. So you have the opportunity to take a look at some things. Take a look at them. So you might want to start by maybe identifying some of the big pieces in that package of pain. There might be some big hurts. 
I still find myself working through my breast cancer journey and that hurt and that that piece of my journey continues to bring up some things about being wounded, sometimes being not enough, sometimes issues about being a woman in the world. I'll probably be unpacking that my whole entire life because I have real scars on my physical body from it. So it's sort of always there for me. You might have some things like that in your life. It's important that we heal these things because of our human experience collectively. It's important that we appreciate that this is for us to do. So number one, open yourself up a beautiful journal with a nice pen to write. You know, don't go into your journal with a pen that feels fussy. That's just aggravating. Get yourself a nice pen that feels good, that flows. And if you like a pencil, a pencil. Get yourself something that's going to feel nice in your hand. And I'm saying in your hand, journaling on a keyboard, not quite the same thing. There's a lot of scientific studies about this. I'm a big proponent of handwriting in a journal with a nice pen that flows easily and feels nice. And it just you're just in a great space with it. So get yourself set up for success for that. And then just, dear self, it's been a life, hasn't it? Here's some of the big stuff that's kind of hurt along the way. And I'm ready and prepared to take care of some of the lessons that were part of those experiences. I'm ready to take the lessons. I'm ready to figure out who I need to be through that. So literally write that in your journal. Give yourself an opening and some permission and some readiness to get into it. And then begin identifying what those, I don't know, top five, top 10 things. You don't have to list 600. I'm sure you couldn't come up with 600 perhaps discreetly. Um, now I'm going to have a type A uh, person that's going to say, I came up with 601, Mo, 601, I got it, got the list. <laughs> this is not a contest to come up with how many hurts you have in your life. It is an experience to go through the ones that are ready for you to, to heal a little bit of. So you have five or ten items. And then, I don't know, circle one of them that feels like it's more ready than the others. Just circle one of them. And then start writing. Start writing. Just let it flow. Maybe you have things come through that's like she didn't have to do it that way. Why did she have to hurt me so much? Just let yourself play it out. Let yourself have the experience and feel it again. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guarantee you're going to live through this. It might feel a little bit awful. When you let yourself feel it, it's a temporary experience. When you let yourself feel your feelings and give them an audience, they will move through you. You might even want to have fun paying attention where you feel the feelings. If you're a client of mine, we've coached you on these uh, exercises perhaps a little bit. 
And when you, where you feel the feeling, you might notice that there's something that's stuck there or that you have a familiarity with it. Allow yourself to focus on that feeling place in your body and how it feels, and it might get intense for a few minutes. Allow yourself to focus on that with a non-judging heart. Allow yourself some compassion to feel. Allow yourself the space to feel. And be loving for yourself in such a way that if a four-year-old with a bloody knee came crying in your home, how would you handle them? Oh, what happened? How are you? Let me take care of that. I know it hurts, honey. It'll be okay. Give yourself that same level of compassion. Allow the tears. Allow the snot to run out your nose. Allow it all. Let it flow through your pen, through your body. Let your journal take the hit. <laughs> With the words, don't judge a single piece of it and allow yourself to have that experience. Your body remembers. Your heart will be a little bit freer. Your soul will feel lighter. And you will literally have dropped a little bit of poundage off of your package of pain. That will release your heart just a little bit. And then if that gets resolved and feels like it's taken care of for the moment, don't be surprised if it doesn't come back again. But maybe you want to take a break, get yourself a cup of tea, walk outside, feel the fresh air on your face, hug a tree, Sit in some grass, feel some flowers on a tree or on a stem. Just feel them. Don't pick them. <laughs> Just feel the flower in your hand. Perhaps a piece of chocolate in your mouth. Turn on some soothing music. Take care of yourself as you heal your heart and free your soul. This is the divine workshop, and you are a participant in the divine workshop of your own heart and your own soul. And you can certainly do it with the guidance of your divine God, source, infinite wisdom, universe, however you choose to feel comfortable Ask for guidance. At the same time, let this be your exercise because your God is going to protect you but not heal you. That's yours to do. This is your personal experience. And you'll be watched over and you'll be protected and all will be well as it always is and forever will be. 
just pay attention to your journey. What needs to be healed within? Your heart and soul will thank you. Your soul's freedom is the best work to do on this planet. And what I've seen in my own personal journey and that of all the clients I've had the privilege of working with is when you go into that, when you truly heal from the things that have come your way that have become your package of pain, you will have a better life. You'll begin to float through life differently. People will see a glow. They may even remark about it. And you will be free for the next step and the next step after that. And there will be another experience for you to heal. There will be another experience in real time, and there will be other experiences deep within that will come out and ask for healing. Take them on, again, with the compassion and the love that you would have for any loving soul needing help. Take the time now in this reflective gift that we have to hunker in a bit, to have less to do. Uh, perhaps your uh, food, water, and shelter is threatened right now. Uh, may not be the best time to do some of this healing. You have some food, water, shelter concerns to take care of. Um, but if you have the opportunity to be at home, feel safe, and um, and do this reflection, it will be a well worth it experience and exercise for you to do. Once you free yourself up a little bit, you'll feel like you have more power in the world. And you will also be able to love more openly, more freely. It's really worth it to go through an exercise like this to free yourself up to experience life on a much freer level. I really want to acknowledge you as a human soldier on this planet along with me as we all move through this level of expansion. We have never seen something like this before in our humanity. And it's going to take all of us to participate in our own singular healing in order for the planet to move to the next level and the next. Because the planet is having experiences for expansion also. And it mirrors our experience and expansion. That's what we're here for. That's what this glorious life is all about. So enjoy your experiences and enjoy the expansion. This week and next, uh, I am on Facebook Live every single morning, 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Um, this week I'm actually in a, uh, a group I have for Bring Your Soul to Work. Um, it's a collection of, I don't know, 4,000 or so uh, folks who are interested in uh, 
having some some spiritual uplifting in order to land their dream jobs and have better careers, I invite you into that Facebook group if you would like to uh, ask for an invitation into that. You can go to Facebook and just type in Bring Your Soul to Work, and you'll find that group, and you can ask for an invitation. I'm live there, uh, 8.30 a.m., and um, next week I'm probably going to be just on my Coach Mo Facebook page. Uh, my topic next week is on working from home. I've been doing it for almost six years now, and I know something about it. And lots of folks right now are having that experience, perhaps for the first time or perhaps for the first time having consecutive days. And I'd like to offer some ideas and some advice and some support. Uh, many of you who are working from home who now have who have who currently have school-age kids have the double dose of having that going on, and I know it can be uh, stressful and an added uh, layer of complexity to your lives. So uh, I want to fully support everyone who's going through what they're going through. If you're a client of mine, uh, tonight we have a meditation and healing circle that I'm really looking forward to leading and and helping with, with a little bit of that. If you like what you hear today and you want to know more about my work, you can always visit me at mofall.com. I have a free webinar I conduct several times a day. It's uh, mofall.com slash masterclass. And if you'd like to get right into helping us diagnose your career and what's going on, you can book a complimentary clarity call at mofall.com slash give me clarity. We'll see you next time. This is Coach Mofall. Bring your soul to work every single day. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.